Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to today's broadcast of Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Our hosts this week are Tarot by High Seas Heisey Lutmers and John Carousella, who works with runes and animal totems. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Helping you find and shine your inner light. And welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Hi C, and I am joined today by my co-host, John Carousella. Uh, I'm host of a couple of shows here on Firefly Willows Live, uh, Revolution with Hi C on the second Sundays of each month, and the Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist, which is on the second Tuesdays of each month. And John Carousella is also a host of a couple of shows. Uh, the third Sundays of each month, he is host of Convergence, and the first and third Saturday, uh, sorry, the first and third Tuesdays of each month, he's the host of A Shamanic Life. And so both of us are going to be here today to offer you readings. Um, I'll be working mainly with the Tarot, although I may bring in a little bit of the I Ching. Uh, John will be offering shamanic guidance as well as working with the runes and maybe even some animal medicine that he'll bring in. So I think you will have a, a plethora of information and guidance to benefit from um, by getting a reading during today's show. <clears throat> so uh, I just want to remind people, if you want to find us on Facebook, you can do that at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. Uh, and you can also contact us directly if you ever wanted to uh, get a reading from one of the hosts that you hear on the show um, by just going to our website, fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts, and you can find all of the contact information for myself, for John, as well as for the other hosts of the show that you might have heard if you wanted to get in touch with them directly for a session or a reading of some sort. So with all of that out of the way, I will say hello and welcome to my co-host, John Carousella. Hi, C. Welcome. <clears throat> Thank Good you very here. much. Am I, is and my sound, sound level okay coming through? Yes, you're coming through just fine. All right, great. And um, do you want to give us just a minute or two insight about uh, yesterday we had our winter solstice and what that kind of represents and kicks off for people? Oh, sure. Uh, and in fact, we had a, <clears throat> we had a special, uh, Firefly Willows Live special show, uh, with uh, Susie Peltier, uh, discovering Taoist Wicca, and we talked about Yule. Yule, uh, the winter solstice is the is the is the date. Um, Yule is the Celtic um, term for the celebration. And of course, most of you know, most of our listeners probably know that that the solstice is when the sun stops in the sky and changes direction. It, it uh, said that differently. The sun's, uh, the length of days either become, cease to become shorter or cease to become longer. In the winter solstice, uh, the days cease to become shorter and start to become longer. So today, 
uh, we celebrate the first day of the returning sun. And, you know, coming out of uh, Samhain, Halloween, um, going through that period after October 31st and up to the solstice, we're really trying to shed and uh, allow to lay fallow uh, many parts of our personalities and our psyches that no longer serve us. And uh, solstice, winter solstice is the moment of... Uh, conscious rebirth, the choice to welcome the return of the light and hopefully having processed a bunch, a bunch of our shadows back into the ground to be composted. Uh, we fertilize the soil for our own renewal and solstice is the celebration of the moment when we say, yes, we are ready to come back and be back in the game. That doesn't mean we get... Uh, that we expend a ton of energy at this point. This is really the period between now and February 1st is a period of conscious cultivation of our intention uh, because it's still the winter, right? So we're still being kind of still and calm. Um, we're being gentle with ourselves, but we are celebrating the return of the light and the uh, and setting the intention to reinvest in our own, in cultivating our own light. So um, for that and more, uh, check out the archives for um, the special that we ran yesterday. Um, and of course, as I see mentioned, if you have any questions about this kind of stuff or want some guidance through it, um, I see myself and others are available at your disposal and we'd be happy to chat with you. And I, I just wanted to mention that astrologically, what's going on right now for this particular solstice because astrologers will actually cast a chart for the solstice mm. which indicates the next roughly the next three months of planetary activity and energy <clears throat> and right now there's a lot going on especially for the next few months with this winter solstice that is about <clears throat> major change it's almost like a demand for change there's, yeah. there's a, a sense of not being able to decide whether you want to change or step aside from the change it's almost like it's in our face and demanding change both in our external world we're going to see that kind of collectively in the in the broader scheme of things but also internally we want to be looking at that in ourselves and it's it's stimulating and this is kind of that inner sun you were talking about it's it's asking us to really connect with and bring out and let shine our own vision our own energy our own courage and our own strength to affect change to bring about change and to be willing to perhaps destroy the old in order to allow the new to be built rather than to just be a, a gentle little tweak of something um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think and, gentle little tweaks are going to do it. <laughs> well, not not right now. Astrologically, they're, they're, it, the energy is just not allowing for gentle little tweaks. Right. So a couple of questions that I will give people that you can just think about and ponder, especially over the next couple of months, as to how you would both respond to them and what you're doing around them. Um, one question would be, which structures in your life are supporting you and which are holding you back? so that you can start to identify what needs to be torn down or removed or changed. Um, and then where do you need to take a stand in your life to demand change and to fight for personal autonomy? Um, because winter solstice is in Capricorn, and so there's a, a sense of 
really stepping into our own and structuring ourselves and our lives the way that we need it to be for our greatest good, but also to accomplish what it is that we really want and recognizing what is getting in the way of being able to do that, not complaining about it, but being willing to actually change it. Um, And so what you really want to think about uh, over the next couple of months is what you want to bring into the new year, because with this energy that's going on demanding change, um, you want to really look at how are you working to direct that energy in yourself and in your life um, so that it is bringing about things that are beneficial to yourself and others. And we're being asked, and you kind of alluded to this as well, we're being asked to step up to the challenge and to not hide, to let our light start to shine forth and to step into what we know to be true and right so that we don't get stepped on, but we're part of the stepping forward. You know, I saw a great uh, a post on Facebook yesterday. It was, uh, <clears throat> I no longer am willing to accept the things I cannot change. I am now going to change the things I cannot accept. <laughs> and I thought that was a very powerful statement about stepping up to the plate and uh, to, and claiming our power, really to shape the world uh, for, for the highest good and not allow other people's power to constrain or limit uh, our highest expression. And I think that also that says to stop focusing on the things that you can't change and then having endless conversations around complaining about or saying things like, well, I guess just that, that's the way it is but instead starts to shift your focus to the things that you can make a change in and then be willing to start doing that rather than to just sit not making change because you think there's nothing you can do because you only focus on the bigger things or the things that you have absolutely no control over. So there's our little winter solstice message for everyone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So we do have a few people waiting on the line already. Apparently, people are all wanting their New Year's readings, their solstice reading. So I think we'll jump right in, see who it is that we have waiting. And the first person we're going to go to is calling from area code 229. Are you there, caller? From area code 229? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, You might need to turn your computer speakers down a little bit because um, there's a little bit of an echo. Uh, so what's your name and where are you calling from? Yes, my name is uh, Melvin, and I'm calling from Georgia. All right, Welcome, Melvin. Melvin. And uh, what, is it that, what is it that you'd like us to look at today for you? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, my, uh, well, actually, my finances, because uh, I was working at this hospital at night, and now they are closed. And uh, so uh, I don't know, like, what's going to come up for employment for me and my finances, I guess, yes. Mm. Employment and finances. And are you actively looking for another job right now? Oh, yes, sir. I have applied for different different other different hospitals and, and things, and 
also trying to get back in school as well. So hopefully I can get back in school next month uh, and for them to pay for my schooling. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure on that. So you all have to excuse me a little bit. I have a bit of a headache here. <laughs> well, <clears throat> so Melvin, you know, there's something, something comes to me here. Um, right off the bat, and High C is probably going to draw some cards for you, but um, uh, something tells me that you have a gift that you don't, you, you have a, a, a gift that you don't typically see as uh, contributing to your well-being. You know, it's like, it's like something that you can do that's, that you don't think of as being part of your job or your career, uh-huh. but, it's, but it's there. And uh, it's actually there to to help you, to serve you in creating, um, you know, abundance for yourself and and for your loved ones. So, is there something? Do you have a hobby, or do you have a uh, something that you do on the side that you really enjoy? Well, you know, I am a uh, football coach, and I do love working with young kids and helping them on and off the football field. Uh, that's pretty much what I love to do. I, I love to coach. I love to, you know, speak. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is, this is what we're... It's my goal. This is what we're talking about. And I, I think... Um, I think... I, I would encourage you to to look into giving more of yourself. You know, of course, as you're looking for a job, right, you're going to have some time on your hands. <clears throat> right. Um, yes. Look into and participate a little bit more in uh, the opportunities like that. You know, where where you're doing the things that that really feed your soul around coaching and helping kids and interacting with kids and stuff. Because I think that that may be a path that leads you to the kind of abundance that you deserve. And that's what I'm after because I only have like eight classes remaining in, in uh, my with my degree in middle grade education. Mm. And I ran out of tuition and now I'm trying to find you know, a loan or a grant or something to get back in school by the 6th of next uh, month. Mm. So in the, the hospital closed where I was, you know, where I was working there right. for so many years. So, um, that's where I'm at right now. Well, you know, uh, as as uh, difficult as that might seem for you, I think there's an opportunity for you as you maybe just go out into the community and look for opportunities for for the moment, If even if it's just, you know, sort of volunteering, you'll maybe make a connection that will lead you either to the grant money or to an opportunity that will allow you to... Uh, Pick up some a few extra bucks so that you can finish your your coursework. You know what I mean. Right. So step yes. out into step out into that world um, even more uh, enthusiastically with a, you know with your heart open, and uh, you're probably going to find the thread, the trail that leads you to where you need to go. Right. Okay. I see. Yes. I just wanted to make sure you were done. I am. Um, So, you know, the first thing that I'll say about the cards that came up for me is that um, 
you know, we have the, the Nine of Swords reverse came up first, and that immediately tells us things aren't nearly as bad as we think they are, and uh-huh. that we aren't going to have to stress or to worry for very long or very much about what it is that we're asking about. And in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months, the card that came up is the Ten of Pentacles. And that's a really good card, auspicious card to see that says uh, the suit of Pentacles is about money and is about work. And so it shows us that you're likely to find employment and your finances are likely to be fine uh, within a couple of months. So it's not going to take you very long to find something. Um, Uh And, uh, you know, here, the deck that I'm using, Ten of Pentacles, is called We Are the World, and it's followed by the the Page of Cups. And that's going to echo some of the things that John was saying in the sense of there seems to perhaps be a focus towards children or working with children in some way. Now, when I looked at this, my first thought was to start looking for opportunities in um, children's hospitals or hospitals in the areas that specifically uh, focus on children in some way because there may be opportunity for you in those. Um, But I also think that this may be indicating a broader aspect that John was alluding to of how you can use your work with children, your coaching, as a way of perhaps Uh, literally working with children that are in the hospital to help them have something uh, where they can form a team and be a part of some sort of team activity or sport or something like that that gives them something to do or takes their mind. It makes me think of like kids in a a leukemia ward or something where they're able to have something that takes their mind off of what they're dealing with because they're interacting and involved in a sporting activity or something like that. So I think that what John was also saying is very much a part of what we're seeing here, that your work with kids, the coaching, the sporting aspect is something that is probably very key to being a part of how and where you look for work. Um, And especially if you make that kind of a a criteria or a focus, you'll, you'll likely find something both financially able to support you as well as very satisfying for you on a deeper level within a couple of months. Um, I I did, you know, when I looked at these cards, I don't know that focusing on going back to school right away is the thing. And I think it may be because finding the job and then the work that you're doing with kids or with that organization that may focus on kids is going to inform either the direction that your education takes or is going to give you some sort of experience or something that you can apply to the education, whether it's classes you would decide to take or a focus you would take or some of the work you're doing with kids or something may actually count towards some sort of credit for your education so you'd end up being able to uh, not have to be in school quite so long, which means you're not having to spend quite so much on the education. But certainly the general sense that I'm seeing here, um, I would anticipate by the end of January you'll have found a job, but within the next couple of months you're likely going to find a job and you're going to be fine financially. There's nothing here that indicates great concern for those areas. And really take that interest you have in working with kids and in coaching and maybe even think of how you can start applying that to the work you're doing within the hospital or the medical setting. Right. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. right. Uh, don't yes, don't please. hesitate, Melvin. Don't hesitate to say goodbye to the past. 
Right. Yeah. This, this is, you know, this is part of the solstice theme, is that mm-hmm. uh, you know the things that no longer serve us fall away. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it seems like it's scary and uncomfortable, uh, yes. but allowing them to fall away, not clinging to them, uh, makes room for the new. And you have a generous heart, and uh, fate is smiling on you with generosity as well. So, uh, so go for it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, sir. Thank all right. you all so much, man. I appreciate everything. Thank you. You're most You're welcome. welcome. Thank you all. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good Happy day. Happy holidays. Thank you, too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. So, thank you to Georgia. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Now we're going to move along, and I think we're going to skip from the East Coast to the West Coast, if I'm remembering my area codes correctly. <laughs> and this is someone calling from area code 303. Are you there, caller, from yes, area code 303? Well, hello. Where? What's your name, and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Allison. I'm actually calling from uh, Arizona, even though my area code is uh, my old number in Colorado. <laughs> ah. But it's the oh. west. It's the west part of the west side of the country. So that's right. Well, we're certainly way long ways away from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love your show. I just love the show. I oh, really thank do. you. Thank you both so Thanks. much Thanks. for being here. So, is there something that we can look at for you today for a reading? Yes, um, I'm in a really, uh, I feel like I'm getting between a rock and a hard place here. Um, My work, there's some issues developing with my work, my job, I should say, um, which is um, really impacting me financially. Um, On the other hand, in addition to that, I have been trying to upgrade my career and finances and make a make a uh, physical move relocation um, within you know a few a few hours away and there's just no work opportunities right now so I'm I'm feeling really squeezed you know I'm starting to feel like almost a sense of financial panic happening here and I really don't know how this is all going to shake down in the next even the next couple of months so I'm trying to get out of here but on the other hand. You know, <laughs> I can't go until I have a means to support myself. But in the meantime, where I'm at is really uh, starting to concern me with my work, with my job, and some issues, I think, with my boss. Mm, okay. That was kind of a lot to say. That, I know there's kind of a big mouthful right there, <laughs> but that, it's just to illustrate that I'm starting to feel like not just the pressure is on, but, you know, it's starting to feel like I'm getting squeezed between a rock and a hard place. Okay. So, one thing, so the first thing that I'll say is that I'm going to probably um, uh, confirm that there are some issues with your boss because the first card that came up for me is the King of Pentacles reversed and that would show us that someone who pulls the purse strings um, the reversal of that card uh, can show that the person who pulls the purse strings may be uh, misusing or abusing their power. Now, this could also show that they're dealing with difficult financial situations and therefore there yeah. are people and things around them that are, quote-unquote, collateral damage. Um, yes. 
but exactly. this would also tell me that this may be someone who isn't exactly the best business person or the best at managing money and Very those things. Possibly. Um, Very possibly. And so that would immediately tell us that while it may be difficult to be going through this, actually getting away from that person or that situation is going to be, the, the, the sooner you can do that, the better, because that's actually going to change the energy around you, and it's going to help to shift what opportunities you may be finding as well as how you may be feeling. Um, and and right. a lot of times how we feel is that energy affects us in terms of what happens when we're looking for things and that sort of thing. Um, right. So, um, and there is a sense, because right next to that is the three of cups reversed. And so those two cards, pentacles is about where we're rooted or where we're settled into. Um, uh -huh. And reversing it says that we need to uproot ourselves, which may mean making a move of some sort, changing location, yeah. changing environment. And three of yeah. cups reversed says that we may be surrounded by um, less than friendly forces. So it can either be toxic situations or just not conducive to us being able to grow or move forward. So right. there's a big sense right. that where you're at is not very conducive to what you're trying to do. And no. it's, it's, it's almost as if, and I know that this is probably, in the way you're thinking about things, it probably is difficult to envision because I would look at this and say we have to make the change or make the move first and then the opportunities come rather than finding the opportunity that then allows us to make the move. Um, the Nine of Swords reversed comes up in the short-term position, which we saw just a minute ago in the previous reading. And when that card reverses, it says, over the next few months, we actually don't have to worry or stress as much as we think we do. Now, that can just mean that the process over the next couple of months is not going to be as difficult as we fear that it might. Um, and therefore, uh, I, I would also say that the Nine of Swords um, is, uh, well, it relates to the suit of Taurus, I mean the suit, <laughs> the sign of Taurus. Um, uh -huh. So that may be indicating when, you, your, when your worry and stress around finding a job would be alleviated. Uh, mm -hmm. And Taurus is... April 20th. April, April to May, yeah. April 20th to May 20th. Um, but the fact that the Nine of Swords is reversed for the next one to three months... Uh, it's actually preceded by the death card, which means making major transformation or major change, <laughs> um, giving death to something, bringing, bringing an end to something and letting go of something in order to open up the space for the new. So again, there's a reiteration that what's going to make this easier or happen quicker is letting go of the old in order to open up the space rather than having something new to move to before we let go. You know, I understand what you're saying, and, but I'm not in a position to be able to make a move um, without having a means to support myself at that new location. I just, I'm not financially 
there's not that kind of, and in fact, there's no cushioning for that to happen. Um, I do uh, know the area where I'm starting, you know, I'd like to move is a few hours away. And I, and I, and I'm very, um, I've spent some time there. I watched the job market, you know, I watched the ads. I reply, you know, I respond to ads, I reply and things. It's a very um, risky, and I use that word really, I want to really highlight that word, strong risk. It is not a, the best economy in that town. And so for me to go there without a means to support could really, and I say this because I've done this before too, could really mean a disaster for me. Well, right. I can't so allow you, that to happen. So, so what so. you may need to do, though, is find a job where you're living right now so that you have something else rather than where you are, which is getting ready to not be so good. <laughs> um, no, I already so, have a oh, I'm, Wait, I'm confused. I already have a job where I'm living. Right. But what I'm saying is, well, what I'm saying is you may need to let go of the job you have where you're living. Find another job where you're living right now so that you can start using that job to alleviate some of your worry and to start saving up for being able to make a move. The the job market here is terrible and I and it is a very small town and and I because what I've been trying to do is find an, another job. I've been looking for another job in my town. It's a really, really high unemployment here. It is not it's a job a job market with any kind of um, very, very, and I'm being very realistic here. I'm not being negative. I have been trying to find another part-time job so that I can do exactly that to take off a lot of the pressure that I'm under right now. But the job market where I'm living is so... Um, Lacking, that's the word. It is so lacking that I, mm. I, I can't just, I, just, I cannot just quit. I, I can't even, I, you know, it's, it's really sad. And a lot of, not even a lot, what kind of jobs there are, if there are ever jobs, it's very um, like service industry kind of jobs, you know, like, uh, you know, the fast food kind of places, things like that. So those are, those, so that once you get into a part-time job working at Taco Bell, for example, which would be probably a typical job in this town, you're not going anywhere. This is a kind of town where it's, it's and, I, and I say this from having just observed, it's easy to get stuck there, to get stuck, mm. because yeah. there's just, no opportunity and whatever opportunity there is, it's so hand to mouth. It's you know, it's like survival level. Um, so I I don't have that. Um, and I again, and I was speaking as somebody who's an observant observing person, but also somebody who's also trying to find other work. I know how difficult it is. There are people in this town who have no jobs at all for months and months and months. I feel blessed have a job at all but I can feel my job starting to really cause me some problems in my life right now and continuing to cause me problems especially financially and the red flags are flying high yeah yeah it's a that's why I said I feel like I'm between a, getting between a rock and a hard place so really um, fast so the, uh, so you outlined pretty pretty compelling reasons for why this is going to be challenging for you. Yeah. Uh, and so, yes. so let's, let's allow that to be the case. Um, yeah, it is. So let's, so let, let's look somewhat differently. Um, okay. Let's go inside for a minute and look at what is, what brings you peace? 
travel, movement. Travel and movement. Choice, choice, opportunity, freedom. Okay. I'm a really natural traveler. Um, Being able to take care of myself without having to to subject myself to to serious lack and struggle. Yeah. Okay. Because I have been there. I have been there. I've lived it. Yeah. 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 So everybody. So that's that's uh, understandable. Nobody. Nobody wants physical. You know, deprivation. Um, Right. But I want. I want to just invite you to go a little bit deeper. You said travel. Okay. Movement, travel, movement. movement. Yeah. Now, and and you, you. I pre- it sounds like you don't have any dependents, so you could. You're pretty, you know, on your own. That's correct. Okay. So, uh, as you as you think about this this other town that you're interested in going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want you to consider uh, finding work, putting yourself out there as someone who is willing to travel. For your work. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. Think think through where are the what is it what are the industries that need someone to travel? Well, I'm a writer, so that's what I'm looking for. I mean, that is my calling in life. You know, um, I I could have been a trucker because of my love for travel, but my 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 purpose in life I've always known is to be a is to write, and that's what I do now. That is what I do now, and that is also what I want to do when I move, publishing or uh, you know magazines or books or something. But but the next town is not a very big town either. Radio even the jobs in that kind of market industry are. Very few and far between. Right, so that's why that's why you need to look very carefully at the at the uh, the way you're attaching your career and your earning potential to the location in which you are residing. If you are a traveler, then it really doesn't matter where you live if the job is to keep you on the move. Um. I should I should say that I, I this is a really tough let me see if I can explain this. I am someone that I would do very well. I love the town where I wanna go. I feel really strong resonance there. I know that there's that I wouldn't that this is a place for me. However, when I say travel, I'm, what, I'm, what I should say is I, what I need is a home base. That's what I really need right now. I need a place where I can root. I have zero sense of home. I have no sense of roots. I have no sense of place. That's mine. Space, that's mine. You know, I, le- I don't even own a bed. I sleep in rental rooms. I sleep in rooms that are furnished because I have I don't even own a bed. That's why it's really imperative for me to feel like I have a place of my own that I can begin to root and begin to to nourish the tree that's going to support me to put down some roots so that I can create a home base from which I can then begin to go out into the world in some really, you know, you know, it's that it's that combination of freedom and space that's mine, where I can live, where I can support myself, have a bed, 
even just have a room of my own in a bed that's mine. That's a huge leap for me right now. Mm. You know, I'm 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 in that place where you know, there's such a thing as being almost too nomadic, I guess, in a way, you know, too rootless in a way. And I need to put down those roots. So, I, I really need that. My spirit needs that, even. You know? but, so, but, then, but not to be trapped in doing it. So one thing I would say about the cards that came up for me, um, okay. especially uh-huh. with the reversed King of Pentacles, the reverse three mm-hmm. of cups, but then right next to that was the death right. card, um, is perhaps you need to not be so fixed on this one town that you want to move to, because I don't know that that's the best place for you to be going at this moment, versus being willing to cast your net a bit wider and look oh, at I other do. places. Oh, I do. I'm I'm applying throughout the whole entire state. No, I'm not focused. I mean, I'm not like limiting myself. Itself. That's where I need to go. That's where I, need, I feel my whole, my heart is there. But I am not by any means. I'm looking, I'm, I'm applying for jobs and places I have zero interest in being that I don't even want to live in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've cast the net very, very wide throughout the entire state. While also being aware that I feel the best in this particular place, you know, place A, but I'm not limiting myself. I'm looking at B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and L as well. So the um, you know, so the the long kind of the long term well the long term card that came up for me actually is the high priestess. Now okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something that will probably sound really odd. Okay. <laughs> uh, one 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 thing that that may indicate is considering working or living someplace. It would be like a retreat center or a convent or a monastery or something like that, because there are places that offer opportunities where you can live and work, and so you can be there for three months or six months or something and. They provide room and board while you're then doing, you know, work that helps to sustain and maintain the community there. Right, um, right, right. And that may be something that you might want to uh, consider because that may be something that allows you, one, to make a change, a move to someplace. Two, it may help you to start to uh, connect with other people and hear about other places and other opportunities. Because I just think that it, the problem is that just the 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 noise of what you're in in right now is drowning out what you need to be hearing. I I, I agree entirely. That's what okay. I see said is confirmed on my side as well. It's, okay. You need to find a way to get to a place of peace. Right. Right. So that you that can kind of hear thing. clearly. And your current circumstances, you you are out of sync. Something is out of sync for you. And, you know, trying to get to a place where you're in sync is going to be very difficult until you come to a still point. Right. Which, doesn't, which, I, which I kind of am feeling is not going to happen in my current... No, it's not. I'm it, wrong, it, 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 in my not. current situation, which is starting to really right. distress so, me. Right. And, and, and this is what I see is saying about, about okay. you having to let go of this thing first before you, the new thing wells up. And your, your financial concerns are not um, insignificant, obviously. No. Uh, but you've got to look for 
uh, encourage you to look for something unconventional that will get you out of this um, this cycle, this out of sync right. phase that you're in. Right. Uh, so that and and maybe it's not you know maybe it's not Arizona. Oh, it is Arizona. It really is, and I know this. Just every yeah, I know. Well, there's no but, question in my mind. Per, I mean, my. But perhaps, but perhaps the next step is not Arizona. Ultimately, it may be Arizona. No, it is. But, it but, is. But for the next step, it may not be Arizona. In order to at least offer the opportunity to start shifting and getting things moving for you, rather than keeping uh-huh. them stuck. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm going to. Okay. Well. Okay. I have a lot of immediate concerns right now, as you can tell, and it's it's really starting to. I don't know what to do. It's the next couple, the next month looks really scary, you know, in a way. So, um, are are you are you are you exploring uh, support like government support or you oh, know God, no, knowing no, much God, or... no. God no 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 no. Sorry, I'm not that kind of a person. <laughs> I take care of myself, you know. Well, that's actually what it's there for, is for temporary relief or temporary assistance when we're making a change no. or a difficult moment. No, no, no. Well, Allison, it sounds, it sounds like you have some very firm ideas about uh, the things that are, are appropriate for you. Uh, and so I think it, it's best if you allow those things to be... Um, you know, you have you have a choice. You can either relinquish the hold that you have on those things and see what happens, or you can continue to hold those things as fixed in your scheme and uh, let the let the universe unfold in front of you and and take the steps that you are offered. You know, one of the things that we have to realize is, um, you know, the direction that we face is the trail that becomes visible to us. And, you know, the, the firmer we are in, in holding our, our visage in a particular direction, yeah. the more likely it is that that is the only choice, set of choices that we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, thank you both so much. I appreciate your time and input on this. Try, try. Just a last thought. Try to find yourself somehow a place where you can be still. Or I can be what? Oh, still. Um, still. still. Yeah. I, place I really need is a place that's safe. <laughs> that's what I really need because from safety comes still. Mm. Yeah. Good luck. For me. Thank you very much, and happy New Year to you both. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Well, we'll sometimes it's challenging. It is. And and sometimes we have to be willing to perhaps examine whether our own ideas are too fixed and perhaps loosen those up rather than just waiting for the world around us to loosen up as well. Well, you know, you can do it either way, right? Because if you if you hold firmly to to the things that value that you value that that matter to you. Um, you, you're, I mean, the universe doesn't stop, right? The universe continues to flow and unfold. It's just that the the path you're choosing is one that's more fixed, and so you have to be ready to deal with the the fixed nature of the path that you're choosing. Okay. 
which sometimes means more adversity and more hardship, more challenge. But you know that might be what you're what you're signing up for, what your program is. Yeah, and that's okay. So let's move to our next caller, and we'll see if they're on a fixed path or on an adjustable path. <laughs> so I think this is either someone calling on Skype or is calling from a blocked number. Um, are you there, caller? Hello? If you are... Oh, I think, yes, that's you saying hello. Hello? hello? <laughs> uh, no, what, I'm not... I don't have a particular question. I just wanted to see. I'm not fixed. I just wanted <laughs> you to uh, just to see. Uh, uh, last call blew me away. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your, what's your name and where you where are you from? I'm Debbie, and I'm calling from Florida. Hi, and good Debbie. afternoon or good morning, wherever you are. <laughs> I just wanted. I don't have a particular question. I just wanted to see what was coming up in the cards for me for uh, 2014. Nothing fixed at all. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, 423. Okay. So for me, the reason I ask that is because I use that to calculate a year number and a year card. Uh, now the year goes from birthday to birthday, so you'll enter into a new year number and a year card on your birthday in April. Um and so, so from April 23rd through of 2014 through April 23rd of 2015. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to look and see what that is for you to get an overall sense of the year. Um, we'll see if there's a particular issue or question that comes up as a result of that. But I think that'll give us a nice kind of overview of what the year is going to hold for you. Um, so, um, so you'll be entering into, on your birthday, a seven year. And seven is a number of taking a step back in order to look at the big picture and determine whether we are still moving in the direction we want to be going, still working on or towards the goals that we want to be accomplishing, um, if we're still committed. Think of seven as a number of commitment. So this is a year that's going to ask you and challenge you regarding commitments that you have and commitments that you want to make but perhaps continue to put off. So first you want to start looking at where do you commit yourself and your time and your energies? Are those projects, are those goals, are those things that you still feel committed to or do you do them now because it's just habit? Or you feel like, well, I just have an obligation, so I have to do it, but it's not really what I want to be doing anymore. And if that is the case, then this is the year to start reassessing those commitments so that you can shift your attention and your energy towards things you feel truly committed to, rather than your energy getting spent on things, people, relationships, situations, goals, projects, etc., that really are just taking your energy but not fulfilling you or recharging that energy for you. Um, it's a good time to either take something off the shelf that got set aside and recommit to it if you're feeling strongly pulled to it. It's also a good time to perhaps get rid of things that you have decided you're never going to commit or recommit to. So, for example, if you had five books sitting next to your bed half read, if you're never going to go back to them, 
then get rid of them. Don't just let them keep sitting there. And don't keep telling yourself, oh, I'm going to read those at some point. If you've been telling, it's kind of like that old adage of if you're cleaning out your closet, if you haven't worn it for a year, get rid of it. If there are, if there's anything that you have been telling yourself over and over again, I'm going to do that at some point. I'm going to get back to that at some point. I'm going to go for that at some point. If it's been more than a year, quote unquote, we can use that slightly loosely figuratively, but if that's if it's been more than a year, then it's time for us to actually release that and let that go so that we can open up the opportunity for you to actually put your energy and commit to things that are truly in your best interest and what you really want at this point. Um, and it's okay to change course on something rather than feeling like we have to see something through to the end because we committed to it a long time ago. Uh, because that just means it was right for us then, but it may not any longer be right for us. Therefore, let us stop putting energy into things that are no longer what we need or want and start shifting that energy to those things that we do need or want in our life at this point. Um, seven corresponds traditionally to what's called the chariot card. So that can indicate uh, the chariot card is a card of speed. So it can indicate a year where things start to happen quickly, things start to speed up, that you want to really be on the go and on the move. There's no more spinning your wheels. There's no more dilly-dallying. There's no more waiting around. Um, it's also a card of travel, so it's a really good year for doing some sort of major travel. Again, we could come back to if there's some sort of travel or trip or destination or something that you've always talked about wanting to do, this is the year to commit to doing it. Um, because it will likely move you in a direction or pay off in ways that you hadn't necessarily anticipated, even if that's just from the experience of taking the trip. Um, you can get very fired up in a chariot year, which sometimes is a bad thing because we can burn the candle at both ends and we can burn ourselves out because we're going too fast. But it also can be a very recharging, refueling kind of year when we are firmly in control of the direction we're going and truly committed to the things that we're putting our energy into because then they will refuel us and recharge us rather than making us feel drained. Um, the chariot card is also about uh, it can be about making a move um, or moving something forward, but I, what you may find is things that you've been waiting for or things that have seemed to be stalled may suddenly shoot out of the gate and start going at 150 miles an hour, so you want to be prepared for that. One thing the chariot card reminds us, don't forget to pull over to the rest stop once in a while so that you can rest, relax, and recharge rather than go, go, going all the time to the point that we drive ourselves into the ground. Um, and one of the big things for the chariot card is to uh, stop being a passenger and to get into the driver's seat. Stop letting other people and other things determine when something happens, the direction something goes, how something goes. You need to get into the driver's seat and say, I'm going this direction and I'm not detouring for somebody else. So if people are on board with the direction you're going, great. They can come right along for the ride. If they are not, then it's time to be willing to tell them they need to get out and find their own transportation because you're going one direction and you're not going to alter your path in order to simply detour or accommodate somebody else's. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm going through a, a, a divorce. I have been for like two years and 
It's, uh, I don't know if it's wrapping up or not. Uh, I'm not really sure which direction it's going in, but, and also my house is for sale, so. Well, what, what, for, for things that have been going on for a while, what you'll find is, especially after your birthday, everything will start to move forward and probably move towards some sort of destination or resolution very quickly. Um, so on the one hand, that's after your birthday is really a good time to be putting energy into trying to move something forward. So one thing you could consider is taking your house off the market and then after your birthday putting it back on because the energy for it being able to move quickly or to move forward um, it will be much more strong uh, after your birthday. Um, I would also not anticipate that it's going to be much longer for you to uh, be having your house not sold because a chariot year is when you would make a move. You'd be on the go. So okay. you you will likely be making a move between now and your next birthday. Um, it also now which, and, and April or this April and the next April? Uh, April 2015. Because what I'm talking about will start on your birthday this com- okay. in the April coming up. Um, okay. And, you know, if if the divorce thing is still stalled, for example, by your birthday, then after your birthday is when you need to get into the driver's seat and start being the one that pushes it forward and gets things moving rather than just waiting for someone or something else to do that. So after your birthday especially is you stop waiting for and you start making happen on your own initiative. Um, well, I already have a court date from in May, so that would that would make sense. Huh, excellent. Well, that's the perfect time for the court date because I would anticipate that things will resolve quickly. Um, that you'll be able. I mean, one of the cards I, I pulled a card for moving or selling your house, and then I pulled a card for the divorce. Uh, the one that came up for the divorce is the Six of Pentacles, which is called compromise in this deck. So it would anticipate being made an offer or reaching some sort of a settlement or compromise in the situation. So that court date is likely to be when you would see things start to zip towards the finish line. Okay. Um, and and Queen of... Can you tell me and, if it, it comes out to a, a good a good thing for me or... Well, Six of Pentacles is generally a, a nice card to get. Six of Pentacles is like a card that would represent uh, getting a job promotion or getting a raise. So there's a sense that we are able to reach an agreement or come to a compromise that is beneficial or in, in, in some ways it's in everyone's best interest, but it, it certainly is in our best interest. I mean, if we get a job promotion, it certainly is in our best interest, but it's also in the sure. interest of the company if they think that we can contribute more. So that's a really nice card to see regarding a divorce situation because it shows everybody being able to come to the table and reach an agreement that everybody seems to be happy with and benefits from. Um, and Queen of we won't Pen- even end up going to court. <laughs> well, that may be a possibility, but uh, even if there, even if you do go to court, I would anticipate that that court date would be what brings about the compromise or brings about the offer or the resolution to the situation. That, again, that moves it forward very quickly. At that point. Okay. Um, and the house situation, the Queen of Pentacles came, came up, so I would anticipate that this would indicate that you would probably sell your house in the fall. Um, okay. 
but I think that'll be good because it means that after you know how the divorce situation has settled out, then you can make the best decisions regarding how to deal with the house situation. Um, it may also help with moving that forward and being able to list it differently or something. But um, Queen of Pentacles is a nice card to show that, one, you'll, you'll make a profit on it or that it will be a good sale. Um, and two, that probably by fall you'll be making your move and looking for where you're going to settle into next rather than continuing to be in the same place you are. Do you uh, see me moving out of the area? Could I ask that question? Or, or well, I, Queen I don't of know Pen whether I want to rent something or I want to buy something. Right. Well, Queen of Pentacles. Well, Queen of Pentacles would say probably not moving too far out of the area. So you'll probably right. still be in the general vicinity of where you're at. Um, it does tend to be a bit more settled, so it would indicate perhaps buying instead of renting. Queen of Pentacles would be much more of a, a buyer than a renter because uh, she wants That's to good, establish absolutely. her own uh, environment. She wants to settle down. She wants to kind of establish roots and, and create her garden that she lives in, basically. Um, so I would focus on buying, and I would anticipate it's not going to be that far away from where you're already at. Great. Well, thank you very much. I sincerely appreciate it. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, prosperous and healthy and Happy New Year's to both of you. Thank, thank you. Well, thank thank you. you. Well, thank you. John, did you have anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, I, I think um, I just uh, it looks. Your prospects look good. Um, your the prospects for your health look good. Uh, prospects for your job, uh, your career. Um, I would say look very promising, but for um, a little bit of uh, maybe some internal resistance to under to uncovering your your um, your real the, your real magic. Um, right, I'm still I'm still searching for that. But but it but it's there it's there. I mean it's it, there. What, it's coming. I know it's coming. Okay, good. And and just yeah, I just uh, I'm been going through so many emotional things and. My my kids are both moving away, and it's yeah. been a lot of stuff. So I, I know that I need some uh, going through all of this stuff, and I know that I need some space between all of this stuff and before I find myself and what's coming. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to allow myself that space. Good, good. And as far as, you know, in, in terms of relationships, uh, also looks good. Looks like you're coming out of a period of um, sort of, uh, what's the way to say this? Um, an unpleasant emptiness uh, heading into some abundance. And the only caution there is to realize that uh, the only thing that keeps you out is you. Right? Okay. So, so, you know, being open and being, being willing to put yourself out there and being willing to uh, participate uh, is, is the key. Uh, and things, I mean, it looks like, really looks like a great year for you. Great. Well, thank you so very much, and uh, I wish you both the same. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. Thank, thanks right. for calling Bye. in. Bye-bye. So, with that, John, I believe that we will take a quick little break. That sounds great. And when we come back, we will be going to someone calling from area code 856. So if you're calling from that area code, be prepared because you'll be our next caller. Uh, and then we also have a couple of people, one from uh, area code 918, and then maybe somebody calling internationally too. 
uh, if I'm looking at the number correctly. So we'll be back after this break. And if you're calling from area code 856, be prepared because you will be next.
We hope you're enjoying this broadcast of Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on Blog Talk Radio. For information on Firefly Willows, please explore our website, fireflywillows.com, or like us on Facebook. And welcome back. You're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. This is our monthly call-in show where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading from some of our favorite and popular hosts on different shows under the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E channel. And, and may is, I say... Oh, sorry, yes. go ahead. Continue. I was just going to say my name is Hi-C and I'm joined by my co-host, John Garacella. And uh, I, I do have to say I love the voice of our announcer. <laughs> Which would be so, Deb Carousel. Yeah, Deb Carousella, the mother of my children, fa- fabulous woman um, with, a, with a golden voice. And every time I hear one of, one of the spots that she does, it's just like, wow. <laughs> so any of you out there who have a need for a really uh, silken-voiced, golden-toned um, voice artist for... Uh, your website or for a radio spot, you know, she's available and she's great. It is true. And we appreciate everything she does for the show as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we will move along to our next caller, and this is going to be someone calling from area code 856. Are you there, caller from area code 856? Yes, I'm here. How are you guys doing? Good. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, My name is Laura, and I'm calling from New Jersey. New Jersey. Well, welcome to the show. What is it that we can look at for you today? Well, I would like to purchase a house next year, and I have my heart set on a house in Pennsylvania. I was wondering if you see me getting that house. Hmm. I see you very, I see you delighted. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Am I delighted in that house? Well, I, you know, that's, that, I don't have that, but I see you delighted with the, with the outcome. So it might be that, um, that you, okay, so here's, so, okay, so here's what you do, right? Um, instead of focusing on the house, which is, which is okay to do, I mean, you, you know, and, and maybe High C will give you some insight there. Uh, on whether that is exactly the house. Uh, try this. You, 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 you have your heart set on that house because it makes you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. You get a certain tickle, a certain joy out of imagining yourself there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I want you to uh, go to that. And you may, it might be the right thing to actually go and, and, and sit outside the house uh, for a little bit. Um, and really cultivate that feeling. Really feel it deep. Feel it very deeply in you, right? So that it fills up your body, and it fill and, it, and you you feel the tickle in your. I'm feeling it right, sort of like almost uh, between my second chakra and my solar plexus for you, right? Uh, and it just, it feels like like the like the tickle you get when you go over a bridge that's a really steep bridge too fast and you're sort of like feel like you're got the butterflies in there. 
um, mm-hmm. just a, a tickly happy joy. I want you to feel that feeling and then and just circulate that feeling through your body around and around and around regarding the place where you live. And then, where, I'm living what, na- where I'm living now? No, 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 no. You're, oh, you're okay. just attach it. Attach, <laughs> well, okay. Attach it to the notion of the place that I live is going to make me feel, is going to deliver this feeling for me, right? And, and that way you can detach it from the particular house, knowing that as long as the place where you live gives you that feeling, it's a win. Okay. Right? You, so it doesn't have to yeah. be, as long as you get that feeling, it doesn't have to be that house. So what are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you to, uh, to loosen your connection to the house in favor of a connection to the effect that you want the place to live, that, that you want the place where you live to deliver to you. You've okay. identified that house as yeah. a place that can deliver that, but there may be other houses that do that too. I know, but every time I ask for, for that or something better, I'm always afraid that when I do that, I'm pushing away the one thing that will make me happy because I'm, I feel like, you know how they always say, ask for that or something better? Mm-hmm. I feel like when I ask for or something better, I'm eliminating the possibility of getting what I want. Oh, no, 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 no. Pushing no, no. it off. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, the universe doesn't. The, the, the divine is is okay. So, the, in the way I understand the, the way the world works, you're looking for a resonance. Do you, do you know the word resonance? Yes, I do. Okay, so so you want to create um, a connection between the the fabrication machinery of the universe. And the vibration that is most fulfilling for you in whatever circumstance. Mm-hmm. So regarding, so regarding the, the home, really, it, all you have to do is allow yourself to, to be grateful for the feeling that you're going to experience when you're in your perfect home. Oh, I like that. That's right, and, and then you don't have to. Then it doesn't have to be attached to that particular house. It, it might be that particular house that delivers that 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 the universe hands you know puts in your path. But you're not you're not saying it's this one or nothing. You know what I mean? You're, you're yeah. al- allowing for uh, circumstances to unfold that connect to the vibration that you are asking for. And as long as, it, as long as the circumstances do connect to that vibration, you're going to be ecstatically happy. That makes sense. And that gives the universe the freedom to be way more creative and clever uh, and doesn't have to work as hard. To, you know, it won't take as long hmm. for you to get there. Well, so, if I was really, really casting my net out for a miracle, truly a miracle... Mm-hmm. It would be that I'd have the funds and the wherewithal to purchase a Frank Lloyd Wright home on the water so I could go kayaking. <laughs> 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 I mean, let's go for broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so what you want to do is, is uh, you know, so you name some very specific things. 
Now, take each one of those things as a, in, in the whole, in, in the collection, and what are, the, what are the physiological feelings that you get when you imagine yourself in that, in that circumstance? And that way, right, so just keep, keep cultivating and, and stoking that, the fire of that vibration, the flow of that vibration. And that's the signal you send out. And so then the universe can figure, say, can say, oh, okay, we got a, we got a whole bunch of that right here. <laughs> we can, we can deliver, you know, 85, 95% of the vibration that she's transmitting right here. It's not a Frank Lloyd Wright house, but it's pretty darn close. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and maybe it has some other benefit that you, that the universe throws you a bone, you know, and gives you something extra. I would so, like that. So, <laughs> so, so it all comes down to you being in a place where you can really circulate the feeling of joy and satisfaction that you will get from your ideal living situation. The specifics that you might identify are useful in as much as they help you identify the feeling. But they're an impediment if they restrict, if, if you force the universe to be restricted in its search. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I do. I see what you mean. Right? So it, like, it's like if you did a Google search for Frank Lloyd Wright houses for sale, you'd only get Frank Lloyd Wright houses for sale. But if you did a, a Google search for the feelings and environments that are evoked by a Frank Lloyd Wright house, you would get a much broader collection of options. True. So mm-hmm. and now and and, and now what, what what what's required here is that you trust the universe not to give you a cheap imitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it won't because it really comes down to the integrity of your feelings. It comes down to the integrity of your feelings, your uh ability to really feel and give yourself to the feelings, you know, and, and in, in some detail here, right? We're talking about really embodying the exhilaration of being able to go out the door and grab your kayak and, and you know, hit the water. Yeah. Right? So, so you got you to, gotta, you know, cultivate the whole spectrum. And you might not get all of it, but that's probably, that would be because that's not in your highest interest to get all of it. But the clarity of your of your vibe is the key. And any specifics that you choose, choose them just so that they enhance the vibe, not because you're attached to them. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It does. Over to you, Hi C. <laughs> well, all right. So my first question is is the house that you originally asked us about, is it on the water? No, but it's got hmm. a lot of the, I know, but I was, well, well. I was trying not to be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm going to go for broke, it's going to have to be so, the thing. So the, the, the first card that came up when I pulled a card just specifically about the house you were asking about, the four of wands came up reversed. And that's a card that, so traditionally four of wands was a card of marriage. Here we could think of it in terms of you coming into relationship with that house. And the reversal would indicate a separation or a breakup or a divorce or something like that. So 
it shows this, and if you think of the Four of Wands as a card of participation, where everyone is equally putting their energy into creating something greater than they would be able to on their own. The, the Four of Wands reversed says there's something about the participation in this house or in this process that's going to get in the way. Now, whether it's the people that are living there um, not participating properly in the process of making this accessible or affordable to you or something like that, or the banks getting in the way or whatever it is. But I would then come back to, you've given us some criteria that would be your ideal, which is, well, Frank Lloyd Wright on the water, kayaking, but kayaking is because you're on the water. So this reversed four of wands says there's something that is not participating in the full creation or manifestation of the vision you have for what would be the most ideal place for you to live. You've settled for the house, but you've given up the water. And I would come back to what, kind of what John was saying, making the criteria of what would make you happy more important and what you're putting out there than just, well, I can afford this house. See, now, if that's what's got getting in my way is my analytical mind is telling me there's no way I could ever afford that kind of a house because anytime you get a house on the water, it's really expensive. Well, that's, but that's I would because love to be on the water. Well, that's because you've convinced yourself of that. But that isn't because time and time again, you'll hear stories from people that say, oh, I always thought I would never be able to afford a house on the water. But I happened to come across this. These people got a job in England. They needed to sell their house quick because they were moving for their job. So it was a great price and I was able to snatch it up. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're putting that vision out there. And here's where we come back to the four of wands, which is about participation. You need to participate in the process of infusing the energy of the vision with the universe so that it's full and complete rather than you're only giving part of the energy to that vision because you're afraid of the other parts not being able to come true. So So do you see me being successful in doing that? Yes. So first what I did is when you said a Frank Lloyd Wright house on the water for kayaking, (laughs) um, I pulled a card. (laughs) Now, Nine of Pentacles came up, but it came up reverse. And what that tells me is either you can't afford a Frank Lloyd Wright house or more importantly, and this goes to some of what John was saying, where we want to not get so fixated on it being Frank Lloyd Wright. A Frank Lloyd Wright house would probably end up costing you way more money and being more of a headache than you think it would. I understand the desire for it, but you look and anytime somebody gets a Frank Lloyd Wright house at this point, there's always some sort of major renovation or something that has to happen to that house. And part of that just because they're now old. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the, the cost of that would end up probably taking away from your ability to even enjoy the fact that you have it. So I would let go of the Frank Lloyd Wright aspect and do like John said, which is think about what are the qualities of that kind of a house that appeal to you, and now search for houses with those qualities rather than only putting in a search for Frank Lloyd Wright, where that becomes very limiting in what might show up. Well, I do do typically. I I usually put in something like mid-century modern or something when I'm doing a search because I I know that I'm not going to get a Frank Lloyd Wright home, but... Right. Well, well, you but, don't know that. You, you don't, don't know, know that, that, and you're you're making well, it a reality. <laughs> but but they're not giving me a break here. No, no <laughs> breaks for you. No breaks today. No. 
So then I pulled a card. Then I pulled a card just to specifically look at being by the water. Oh, yeah. And the sun card came up. So that immediately shows us that that is like the most important aspect or element for you to be focusing on because that's going to bring you the greatest joy. Um, here it's called innocence, which and there's like an old man looking at a caterpillar uh, or a, I mean a grasshopper. Um, and so there's a sense of a return to innocence. There's something about being by the water that will connect with your inner child and bring you back to a new way of experiencing the environment that you live in. And the sun card is also a card that typically indicates success, and it also indicates things coming to light or being illuminated. So one, I would say that that's the most important criteria for you to really be focusing on is looking for and finding places that are by the water. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's Frank Lloyd Wright. That ends up, I yeah. think, would be... That, that would be too much of a headache and money drain, and we're not worried about that part of it. But being by the water, and the house you asked us about initially, you've already indicated, is not by the water. So you sacrifice the most important part of what needs to be one of the criteria for where you're looking. Now, the sun card, for me, represents the summer solstice. So that would indicate that finding some place by the water that would be successful in you being able to uh, acquire and move to would probably come to light or you would find it coming onto the market or you would discover it around summer solstice time, which is June. So pay attention up to that point for researching and, and also just putting your intention and energy out there for the vision that you have of where you want to live. But really pay attention around that June time frame when summer is coming to its peak, that um, when the sun is at its peak. Uh, really pay attention... Uh, around that time to what comes on the market or what you discover because that's likely going to end up being what successfully becomes where you're able to move to. Should I be looking locally or will I, will that be in a whole different state somewhere else? Uh, well, so I pulled a card as soon as you said that and look for locally. Um, and Two of Wands came up. So Two of Wands is a card of opportunities and possibilities. Uh, so it would show us that looking more locally probably is going to reveal some possibilities and opportunities. Um, I'm just going to look at beyond locally just to see. Yeah. So the Queen of Wands reversed came up for looking more <laughs> globally, I guess. Um, so Two of Wands says, yes, locally seems to hold the greater opportunities and possibilities for you. So I would focus more locally, whatever locally means to you. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Focus on the that. delight. Focus on the delight. I the will. sun card. The sun card is uh, is all about uh, being delighted with life. It is, and and I, and I think the greatest joy and delight you get is going to be from being by the water. So that's why that's the most important thing for you to focus on. I think you're absolutely right because I know that I really do want the water. I really do, yeah. and I want and a lot of sunlight. I want a lot of sunlight in the house, too. A lot of sunlight. Yeah, that's why you want the Frank Lloyd Wright style, huh? Well, yeah, kind of. I want a lot of windows. and yeah. uh, they, they, He brings the outdoors in, you know? Right. It's all about nature. And yeah, I yeah. just love that feeling. Even mm -hmm. when you're inside, you feel like you're surrounded by nature. Yeah, but you, you can get that even from not having to pay the prices of having a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Because oh, yeah. many people have followed in that. I just want a house 
that invokes that kind of feeling. So you're yeah. right. You know, I've got I have this this image um, of a, a smallish kind of cabin not not a cabin cabin, but something that feels like a, a cabin uh, by a river or a, a, a full kind of creek. Yeah. Now that, were you thinking ocean when you think water? I think no. lake. I, I no. might see lake. 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 Yeah. lake. Okay. Definitely mm-hmm. lake. We have a lot of lakes here where, around where I live. And there wa- there is, I don't know if it's still on the market, though, but there was a house on the market. The outside is really hideously ugly, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you can change, but you can change that. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you can afford it. Right. Well, it's well, if it's the right house for her, the universe will give her the means to do that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I gotta. But I love and, the water. I went looking. And I, I looked at the property, and it's surrounded by well, water. And they, and they I, even have a deck where you can put the boats into the water. So. And I and I pulled a card for that house you just mentioned, and the King of Cups yeah. came up. So first of all, Cups is the uh, the suit of water. So it reinforces that. And King of Cups is actually a card of healing or the healer. So this is a very positive card to say, look at that or pursue that. Um, It also shows us that either that house or that kind of situation, even if it's not that house, but thinking about where it's located and the kind of environment it has, et cetera, that's going to be extremely healing for you and bring you to a place of inner peace and contentment. So I wouldn't discount that house. And just because the outside doesn't look the way you would want it to doesn't mean that that can't be changed. But it'll be a lot cheaper to change that than it would be to renovate a, a Frank Lloyd Wright house for <laughs> Probably even to buy a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Um, but I, I would actually seriously pursue or consider or look into that house that you just mentioned. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Good you luck. Let us know how it turns out. We're, I'm fascinated. I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Happy holidays. You too. Sorry, didn't mean to cut her off. (laughs) But but we got we got your sentiment. We got your sentiment. (laughs) I wasn't being a Grinch. I promise. Um, So now we're going to go to, and I'm not sure if this is someone calling internationally. Um, Hello, caller. Are you on the line? Hello. Am I on? Yes, Yes, you are. Ah, okay. Oh, good. Okay. Hi, my name's uh, Ian. I'm 36, and I'm from Pontypridd in Wales. Oh, welcome. In Wales. Well, all right. Yeah, I've just come in. I've done some pretty terrible things in the last five years of my life, and I just wanted to ask the cards for forgiveness. Uh, okay. So, so the first thing that I would say to that is the cards are not what give you forgiveness. First of all, you give yourself forgiveness. Let, let oh, okay. forgiveness come from within you first. And then are there people or places or things that you need to reach out to to ask forgiveness? Probably probably the uh, victims of my crimes, mainly. And have you, have no. you in any way done that? No, no, not really. All no, right. I haven't so, really brought myself to see them face-to-face since I raped that baby. Mm. So what was your, what was you your first name again? Sorry, my leg, it's a little lonely. Between my legs, it's a little lonely. Yeah. There we are. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Well, no, this is just high C. <laughs> um, 
I don't know, something was interfering or something. Um, so we'll see if we can get that person back. Mm. Um, but while we do that, let us move on to someone calling from area code 918. Are you there, area hey, code 918? Oh, hello. I am. I was laughing the whole time that you guys were talking about Frank Lloyd Wright. I happen to know some houses that are for sale that are Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, my. In New Jersey? I was laughing so hard. So what's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, my name's Angela. I'm calling from Oklahoma. Ah, you know, so even though this guy... Where, where did there you is that? a smaller house that's near a river, but it's in Oklahoma. It's under 100000 because he built it for the everyday citizen. He didn't build it for the rich, affluent people. And he had a son named Eric who built some homes as well. I would suggest to her, uh, Frank Lloyd had a school where a lot of architects studied underneath him, a group of architects, and his son was there as well to look at the people that studied with him to get the same influence, all the light that she wants in the house. A lot of the Frank Lloyd Wright homes are going to be subject to historical preservation. Yeah. When you were talking about the money, restoring it, it has to be, in most cases, has to be restored back to its original uh, state. And a lot of his buildings had flat roofs. And I don't know if you've ever had a building with a flat roof. They have a tendency to leak. And yeah. he was involved with triangles. And a building with triangles has a tendency to leak. You know, like there's the Price Tower, the only skyscraper that he made. It's in Bartisville, Oklahoma, a great place to go to. It's a, like a bed and breakfast type of place now. It used to have doctors in it. You know, I, I knew the original Mrs. Price built for them. They're, they had bought it for commercial real estate or had it built for it. Mm-hmm. So it's I think crazy. That- you know, the universe has a sense of humor. Yeah. Yes. Well, and and I think that this shows well two things. One, it reminds people that if you ever want to hear information from your reading or a previous reading, uh, you can always go to the archives on Blog Talk Radio or we're on iTunes and you can listen back to the shows. So okay. if the if the woman in New Jersey is still listening, uh, then oh, hopefully she'll you. be hearing this, but she'll also have uh, the archive that she can go listen to to hear what you're talking about in terms of the names and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I think it and also... I believe in creating your own reality. That that was so good what you were talking about. Yeah, but and I think that this also illustrates that she kept talking herself out of ever being able to own a house like that, whereas this shows that there's many different ways that having what it is that we're envisioning can come about. And if we can let go, we had this in a previous caller too, if we can let go of that very fixed way of thinking about how right. we think it should look or how it should come about, we may discover there's many other options and possibilities that can be just as, if not more, satisfying and fulfilling for us when we trust that the universe will allow it to happen when it's in our highest good in the way that is best for us rather than the way we think it should. So, you speak so little, well. <laughs> there's my little lecture for the day. <laughs> Oh, so, that's good. That's good. Now that you've now that you've called in from Oklahoma, is there something in particular that we can look at for you? Well, I've been pretty sour the last two months. It's I've never really minded being alone, or I'm on the poor state of the spectrum, and it's never really bothered me until the last two months. Is this is like something has just switched on, and you know I'm wanting to change my reality. You know, listening to the last couple of callers, you know, kind of 
made me think again like I used to about 10, 15 years ago, you know, when you can create your own reality. and I've been okay with what I've had, but I'm not okay with it anymore. Mm. I don't want to be alone, and I want more income freed up so I can do more of the things that I want to do. So I guess my question is, what do you see for me for the upcoming year? And I hope I get one of those chariot cards. I really <laughs> Well, Angela, what do you see for yourself in the coming year? Right now? I mean, I'm smelling money. When I smell money, it comes in. Oh, okay. And that I haven't smelled good. it in a long time. <laughs> so, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, hey, I, I, haven't. I, I just, just put me on your Christmas list. That's all. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm, but I'm I mean, gonna, I get involved with men, and you. they're poor, then they come into money, but then they always change. And, oh. well, I'm gonna, but and I'm gonna I always smell you. money. Well, I'm going to challenge you right now because you actually didn't answer his question. Because oh, what he sorry. wanted, what what he wanted was he wants to, he asked what is your vision for yourself for the coming year. Then you told me what you smell. Well, yeah, because it just changed within the last three callers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you asked me at the very beginning of your show, I could have gave you a, a pat answer. You know what I saw. Now my mind's thinking, and and you know when our vision of reality changes and everything switches one eighty. Mm. 180. Um, yes. So, and part I of the don't think I, I want to be in Oklahoma anymore. I mean, if I look, if I peek in through the the curtains to next year, mm. I don't see myself living here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and, smell trees. Mm. And I and uh, I just challenged you on that because the first card that came up for me was the reversed Queen of Wands, and Queen of Wands is a very dynamic card and it shows someone who knows what she wants and goes after it has a clear vision and is doing what is necessary to manifest it and the reversal often indicates that we don't have a very clear or well thought out vision that we're it's like saying i want a new job and then we walk by and see a sign for a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant and then we're like oh but that's not what i want to do well we just manifested our intention our desire because we weren't right. clear and specific we were very broad or vague so one thing that that tells us is that now is the time for you to be sitting down and coming up with a more clear well-intentioned vision for what you want to see happen in the coming year and where you want to be by the end of the year um, in terms of you know where would you be this time next year what's that vision look like um, I would certainly support the idea of moving, and I would anticipate that maybe that could even be something that happens within the first three or four months of the year. Now, okay. See, this, this is where you have to be careful about putting your intentions out there because when you do, they can start happening very quickly, uh, and we have to be prepared to take advantage of those opportunities rather than, well, I, yes, that's what I said I wanted, but not quite yet. Um, so because the the Knight of Swords came up in the position of the short term, which for me is the next one to three months. Um, Knight of Swords is very fast, uh, tends to be rushing into something without thinking, which means we have to be willing to kind of go for it rather than spend a lot of time pondering and thinking about and considering and all of that kind of thing. Um, it also can show something that comes up very quickly. Uh, it may show something that we have to be willing to fight for. So there may be an opportunity or something that comes up 
it may mean that it's not going to fall in your lap. You may have it'd be like saying, you know, there may be a job opportunity, but we have to apply. Or if somebody was an actor, it'd be like saying, well, they're not going to just give you the part. You're going to have to audition. Right. But it's worth just going into the audition and doing it because the card that follows that for the long term is the emperor card, which is becoming more in control and in charge of my own kingdom, um, rising in rank, if you will. Uh, and it's also the emperor can be about taking ownership and responsibility for how we want our lives, for how we want our kingdom, rather than putting that responsibility off on someone or something else. Um, but here in this deck, it's also called the rebel. And so it's throwing off the chains. Um, and one of the cards that came up uh, here was the nine of pentacles reversed. Now, nines tend to be about patterns, habits tendencies that we fall into, cycles that we keep repeating. And when it reverses, we have to recognize, and here it's Nine of Pentacles. So we have to look at, and this is a very key thing for what's going on right now. So yesterday was winter solstice, but it also started what's called Venus retrograde. And that'll go through right. the end of the end of January. And what Venus retrograde my is... Venus, my Venus is in Scorpio, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, well, that's in your natal chart. Um, in, in a general okay. sense. Uh, Venus is retrograde in Capricorn right now. Uh, and so right. what, that, what that means is between now and the end of January, this is when we want to reevaluate and reassess all of our relationships, relationships with people, relationships with money, relationships with place, relationships with ourselves, um, and relationships with our work. Because either there is something that no longer satisfies or fulfills us, or we need to perhaps approach or operate differently than how we have been previously. Um, so that is a reassessment and reevaluation process, especially in those areas. How I'm using my money, where I'm putting my money. You know, it's like if I talk about wanting to move, but then every time my friends want to go out to dinner, I go out and I spend any money that I could be putting into savings, I have to reevaluate oh, that practical. relationship. Well, that's good. Um, although Knight of Swords coming up probably and reevaluating that may mean you're going to be challenged to be a little less practical and a little more spur of the moment. Um, don't think it through so much. Don't plan it so hard uh, that you plan yourself out of it. Um, and also what you want to pay attention to during a Venus retrograde period are relationships that come back in from the past and are revisited. Oh, oh you're uh, not lying. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, we're going to have to hear that story in a minute. <laughs> uh, um, because either either it means it's time to revisit it and there's now something that it has to offer us that perhaps it didn't previously, or it's the opportunity for some sort of closure so that we can say, okay, now I know why it came to an end and I have to stop holding <laughs> on to possibility or hope. Um, because that frees us to then move forward rather than operating in a way that maybe we sure. only allow somebody new in partway, but not all the way because we hold one little part of ourselves over here just in case that thing comes back. Mm -hmm. This is the opportunity to either revisit it and recommit to it or let it go completely because we now have the closure that was needed after being able to reassess it. Um, but it can also be work opportunities, financial opportunities, any kind of relationships that may come back in. You want to pay attention to things that... Oh, you have no idea. That This so. is a wobber, yeah. I relate to what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> well, then, then then I have said what I need to. <laughs> John, so, I, so. I had to pick up my uncle's body, who apparently died in September, and yep. he, he was the renegade of the, the family. and. Mm. 
So even I would if he actually, says, I don't want to pick up his remains. I, I would say there's something for you to learn from how he lived his life as quote unquote renegade. Ugh. And that you you taking a cue from that and perhaps applying some of that to the way you start living your life will be extremely beneficial for you and open up some interesting avenues and opportunities. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it's crushing and it's eye-opening at the same time. Mm. So um, I, I have just a couple of thoughts yeah. to share with you. Uh, one is, the, the card I pulled for you is... Um, is basically is the void. Uh, and what that means is you're in a place where there's no prescription, there's no prescribed path. There is the limitless potential for you to distill or, or uh, manifest from from the the place of unlimited potential. That's that's really happening for you right now. That that moment, that circumstance, is where you are. Um, the other card that I pulled for you is um, it's actually the Page of Pentacles um, in this deck. It's called Adventure, and it's reversed. And what I see here is some hesitance on your part to trust, to really have that innocent trusting that will enable you to pull, to really manifest out of the that out of the void the things that you the things that would would best serve you. And a third card that I pulled for you is um, from a different deck. And it's uh, it's called compassionate Pele, and Pele is a, is the fire goddess of uh, the volcano goddess of Hawaii, and and she's usually depicted as uh, or or talked about as being you know pretty tough to deal with, but in this mm-hmm. deck it focuses on the fact that at the core of everything, at the core of all of us and all of the forces that surround us, is love. So. The what I would what I think this is is inviting you to is to really go deep into your heart and discover the things that that are powerful sources of you know triggers of compassion and passion for you in the context of the void this place of limitless opportunity and a little bit of tentativeness towards trusting and adventure. Lean on your heart. Go into your heart and pull that forward and let your heart be the beacon for what you choose to manifest. Does that make sense? Not really, but I'll work with it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Let me just try that another way. Um, you are you're in a place where you get to write your own ticket. Okay, I like that. Uh, in order for it to be a successful ticket, you need to overcome certain kinds of resistance, and that resistance relates to um, something about about trust and innocence. 
Are you talking and, about childhood issues or? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it it could be from stuff from your childhood. It might not be conscious. Uh, do, you know, it might be control issues. Oh, it's definitely conscious lately. Okay. It definitely is. Um, and and the way to the way to the way around that, or the way to help heal that, is to focus on the things that bring compassion forward in your heart. The things that make you feel like love. Whether that be career, relationship... I guess I'm thinking more of justice. Ah, okay, right. Okay, so so, so the, the, the tough spots for you are related to justice? Your sense is that well, there's mean, justice in the world? I think... Well, for what I went through, which was quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I come from mm-hmm. a very violent outlaw, notorious outlaw family. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of the same cycles repeating over right. and over. And no right. one says, whoa, Nellie, stop. You know, no one does that. You know, maybe go ahead and, and write those books I was thinking about, too, but I think I could combine them. My friend, he did a documentary, you know, because I was abused by my doctor and my father. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad had seven siblings, and three of them that I know are definitely pedophiles. One went to prison for it. Mm. You know, it's from the Jesse and Frank James family. It's a very violent family. Wow. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things to deal with. Right. Okay. So, so, so this is a big deal. Um, And you're, you're being handed the opportunity to recraft a whole bunch of the history uh, or or, uh, a a whole bunch of the pattern that's going to lead you forward. And the key is to to work the dynamic tension between the fear uh, and and the the destructive you know your experience of the destructive tendencies of trusting power right power over I I find it hard to trust I just I can't yes right right I get it um, and so instead of instead of being in that resistance um, help yourself to overcome that resistance by cultivating your heart space. So that you are giving love, you are feeding love out into the world, and you'll see that the love will soften and uh, will will soften the places where you have trouble trusting, and will eventually dissolve and and allow to allow some of the blocked energy to move, to be flushed out, and and you'll be in a place where you're more comfortable having having adventures, you know, having less control, having more trust. I like and how I project the justice, or... Well, the, the you know, it's I mean, not I've so gone much... I've the United Nations. I mean, some of them, like my daughter's story has gone before the United Nations. I kind of took it to the extreme. I, I think some people can project what they want their reality to be, or, or however you want to term that. Oh, we, and they we all do. take it really far, which I can if I want to, if I choose to. If I'm aware and I choose to, right. So, but that so, trusting is so hard. Right, right. Uh, and and the so the advice is, you have you obviously have a passionate side of you. Uh, you have you are strong. You're a generator. You're a dynamic person. Place that all the the third chakra solar plexus power in service to love and you'll be surprised at the results 
Love conquers all, right? Love is above all of the other things. I think the two greatest forces are fear and love. You know, grieving's a lot like fear. You know, that feeling that there's something just around the corner. That's yeah. what true fear is. That's what grief is. Mm-hmm. And then on the side of love, there's always life. Right. That's the way I perceive it. Right. So, so I just you need know, to change what I'm projecting. Maybe, maybe that's what I need to change. Well, yeah, and you've already identified that. You know, you were satisfied with what you had, and now you're not. And so something's going to change for you. The place to to and, and and the universe is saying it's all there. It's ready ready for you to, right. to start manifesting. The advice is manifest from your heart. Manifest from a place of love. And things will change very dramatically for you. I'm going to look at that. Okay. That's going right. to be a hard one for me to do, but I well, will definitely the, tip that. Yeah, but you know what? You're, the, it's, it's a hard one for you to, to do, but the universe knows you're up for it, or they wouldn't have set you up in this place with all this potential, with the void, basically, as your palate. You know, you have, you're, you know, you're in a place where you can make a lot happen. So now is the time to step into making love happen. So is there a prince? A prince? <laughs> <laughs> I dated one well, before, but... <laughs> that I, I, I would say... There. I mean, if you're asking about relationship, my cards would say, yes, there is a relationship coming. A prince. But, well, the, the Knight of Swords is sometimes called the Prince of Swords. Well, that's, um, but we have the Emperor, which is a king. Wouldn't you rather have a king than a prince? Um, but but the, the Knight of Swords and the Emperor, one thing that that would say is you have to be willing to go to where it is rather than waiting for them to come to you and sweep you off your feet. And mm-hmm. I would look at these cards and say to especially look towards the north. So you may want to consider looking at opportunities or making a move that is towards the direction of the north and especially pay attention to the time period of Aries and Taurus, um, which Aries is going to be, Taurus. yeah, which is going to be like March 20th. March well, Aries, Aries is March 20th to April 20th and then Taurus is April 20th to May 20th. So that seems to be a very key time. But I think that there will be some sort of a move or something like that, and especially pay attention or look towards the north from where you are for some place to move to or opportunities for you. Okay? That sounds rather good. I, right. would, I, I meant to thank you for taking my call earlier, but thank oh. you now. So. You're, <laughs> you're, you're most welcome. I know you're probably welcome. ready for your next call. I just wanted to We're say very that. excited for you, though. Hey, we're, I'm, I'm very excited for you. Anytime I see somebody with a, with a card that uh, or a symbol that includes the void in their in their reading, means mm-hmm. lots of mojo available. If you harness it correctly, it's going to be beautiful. Well, that Pele kind of scares me. No, <laughs> no, no. This is, this is compassionate Pele. It's very specific in the, in the way they write about it. It's not the Pele that's vengeful and uh, violent. It's the it's the center of uh, of love. It's the power of the incredible forming power of love. So okay. take that take that to heart, literally in your heart. It's all about your heart this year. 
So thank you very much. I have to go. Thank you That's so much. All right. Okay. Thank good luck. you. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> um, so I think we'll take a quick break and then we will come back. And when we come back, we're going to speak to, now I think that this is someone who Skyped in and their screen name is Skyrim Vegas. Now doesn't that intrigue you just by that screen name alone? (laughs) Skyrim Vegas. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. At Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest. Or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. And we're back, and you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, and this is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading from some of our hosts of the different shows that we have. My name is Hi C, and I host a couple of shows, Revolution and the Amethyst Historical Divination with a Queer Twist, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Caracella, who hosts Convergence and A Shamanic Life. And you can always find us online, our website, fireflywillows.com slash live, or on Facebook, just facebook.com slash fireflywillows. And you can always like us there, as well as ask a question, engage in the conversation, add your own input. We're always happy to have that contribution from you. And Hi C and I are both available uh, for private consultations. Uh, Hi C is tarot by net. Is that right, Hi C? It is, or you can just find me on Facebook at Tarot right, by Heisey. Right, right. And, and I'm available at East West Bookstore on Fridays, either for in-person or by phone or Skype readings, Fridays from noon till 7 p.m. Pacific time. All right. So now we're going to go to a caller whose screen name is Skyrim Vegas. Are you there, Skyrim Vegas? Yeah, hello. Hello. I'm assuming Welcome you're calling from Vegas. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, what's your name? Matthew. Matthew. And what is it that we can look at for you today? Well, I'm mainly calling about my life path. Mm. Okay. Um, just in general, or are you considering going in a particular direction in your life? Well, maybe I can tell you a little story first. Sure. Um... In West Philadelphia, I was born and raised, and uh, in, on the playground was where I spent most of my days. Do you want to continue with the lyrics of that song? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hang in there, Matthew. We're with you. Well, we have quite the cast of characters calling in today. 
Um, we'll see if we can come back to him after he's collected himself a bit. Um, and we will go on to area code... Where are we going here? Area code 216. Are you there, caller, from area code 216? Yeah, I'm here. How, how's it going? It's going good. What's your name and where are you calling from? This is uh, Desmond calling from uh, Ohio. Hi, Desmond. Right. How are you? All right. All right. Good. Is there something yeah, in particular that we can look at for you? Yeah. One quick question. Uh, yeah, I got a friend. Long story short, I got a friend, and she's kind of confused uh, whether to get back with her ex that she has children with or to get with me. So I don't know. I don't know where she's on her decision on that. All right. So for me, with, with a question like that, since you're asking about somebody else, I'm going to approach it and look at it as to whether that would be a good thing for you to consider getting into a relationship with that person. Regardless of, if, even if she's choosing to try to pursue you, I'm going to look and see if that would be good for you. Is that all right? Okay. All right. Because usually when people do readings, um, when we ask about somebody else, we always want to look at it in relationship to you or the person asking rather than just peeking into their lives. So that's why we want to look and see if this would actually be... I know you just can't just uh, tap into that energy, but if you look to my perspective, it's a little, I guess it's a little, a little better. I understand that. Yeah. Um, well, and it's more important to look and see what's best for you since you're the one asking for the reading. Um, so the cards that are coming up for me are indicating that, well, I think that there's already the history of this, plus if you got back involved with this person, it's almost as if you're getting into an emotional storm, <laughs> um, that you're not able to experience smooth sailing, um, in the relationship that there's going to be there's there's probably already and still a lot of emotions and a lot of things stirred up based on previous situations and things that have already happened and the problem is that getting back together with this person is not going to allow those things to calm themselves down or to even themselves out they're going to continue to create turbulence and problems for the relationship between you and this other person. Um, and, you know, the, the two cards that came up for you individually are both in the suit of pentacles, which could show that, one, it's a very physical-based relationship, so it's based on physical attraction, and there's a, a probably a really good physical interaction between you, but the emotional component is lacking, drained away, or extremely convoluted. And so while it may be okay on a physical level, it's not going to end up really serving you or going anywhere or growing into the kind of healthy relationship that either of you necessarily need. Um, I would have some concern that the card that came up for her would say that she may see you more as someone who can provide her with money or a place to live or something like that rather than someone who is truly wanting to be with you because of who you are as a person. 
So I would be very cautious about that and perhaps be very careful if there are any requests for loaning money and that kind of thing, because that may be more of how she is seeing or approaching you or a relationship with you. Um, and, you know, ultimately, the, the long-term card here is the Eight of Cups, which is a card of emotion and letting go and moving on. So it does indicate that it may be better for you at this point to be willing to move on and move away from this person or this particular relationship rather than waiting for it or thinking about uh, revisiting it or reinitiating it. No. So, yeah, Desmond, so, I, I, I would say uh, I've got different cards, but um, uh, similar, similar uh, bottom line. Um, looks like you're struggling a little bit with being alone, but that being alone right now is actually a good thing for you. Um, and, and and it doesn't mean that it's you know that you're supposed to be alone forever, but there's a there's an opportunity within within solitude for you to discover some things about, and, and some of them might be difficult things to to uncover. You know, won't necessarily be easy. That's you know we're social creatures and we like to have companionship, but sometimes being alone um, carries great power, and if we resist it. Uh, we miss opportunities, and sometimes it just takes, you know, the more we resist, the longer it takes for, for that to, to change. Um, as far as the, the, the lady, um, she's living moment to moment. She's not, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's her path right now to be, uh, to not have a plan. And... Um, that makes it very difficult for for any kind of insight regarding the relationship between the two of you to be found. But uh, the the combination of factors of you sort of needing some alone time but not being comfortable there and and her not really having a plan leads to um, a pretty messy uh, combination, which I think you would find more difficult, more painful uh, than you would find it comforting. So, okay. I, I, you know, it, obviously these are just these are just vibrations. These are senses, uh, and you make your own call. You know, because the facts on the ground are always uh, you know way more important for you to consider. But uh, just bear in mind this could be real complicated um, and not as satisfying as you might like. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Well, the one thing that I'll add with that Eight of Cups that came up in the long term is it is a card of emotional letting go and moving on, but it comes up to show us that if we are willing to move away from where we're at or what we're holding on to, there is something waiting for us that is better or will make us happier. But we have to be willing to move towards it and away from the thing that we're holding on to rather than waiting for that thing to come to us. So if you can work on letting go of the attachment to this particular person or holding out hope for this particular relationship, once you start to move on and move away from this, then you're going to find that there is another relationship and something that will make you far happier and more satisfied that is waiting for you. But it's because you have moved to it rather than it coming to you. Oh, okay. Okay. 
for releasing my energy that I have, you know, towards that particular person and yes. Yes. moving in a different direction, bringing the law of attraction in effect. Yep, right. Because once you release that emotional, energetic connection, you'll find that you start moving forward and that you start encountering new opportunities for relationship as a result of no longer being pulled backwards by what you continue to feel attached to right now. Yeah, uh, okay, 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 I get it. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your patience and for calling in. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks for the insight. Yeah, sure. Good luck. Enjoy your day. Peace. Bye-bye. And it looks like we might have one more person waiting on the line. So let us see. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. I'm, I'm thinking this. Um, what, what's your name and where are you calling from? This is Richard. Richard? And yeah. where, are you call, where are you calling from? No, you call me. Uh, well, no. Yeah. You've somehow you've somehow called into a, a radio show. Did you okay. mean to do that? Did you mean yeah. to do that? Were you calling yeah. in to get a Were you calling in to get a reading? Yeah. Okay. What is it that we could do a reading for you died. about? My dog died. I'm sorry. My dog bit a guy the other day. I'm sorry to hear that. Is there something something that we can do for you? Somebody's dying. Uh, Well, this is a show where you can ask a question for us to do a reading with tarot and runes and things like that, if you'd like us to. Yeah. Is there something you'd like us to do a reading about? No. Well, I'll stop your motherfucking brain down. Well, I hope that he's going to have a better holiday than today. My yeah, goodness. Well. <laughs> and I'm certainly sorry to hear that his dog died. Uh, um, I suppose that can make a holiday difficult. Yeah. Um, so I believe that that has gotten us through all of our callers. Well, let's not end on that note. I see. Let's end on something a little more festive. <laughs> um, well, I will end by, first of all, telling people that if you are wanting a reading and either weren't able to call in or didn't get a chance to call in today, we will be having an extra call-in show next Sunday. And oh, that, you can yes, get readings because be there's five Sundays in this month, so we're going to do an extra call-in show. That'll be next Sunday, December 29th at 10.30 a.m. And certainly that would be a great time to call in, maybe get a New Year's reading, uh, ask a question to look at what 2014 holds for you, how to best navigate through 2014, how to best accomplish what you're thinking of wanting to do in 2014, how to hold to your resolutions that you may be making for the new year. So I would encourage anyone that's listening to consider doing that. Um, And 2014 is a seven-year, 
So if you were listening earlier in the show, then you heard some of what I said about that, but it probably is going to be a very energetic year. There's probably going to be a lot going on where people rush into things and rush to conclusions as well as can't hold themselves back. Uh, So we may see some complications from that on a bigger scale of people not being able to take their time or taking things slowly. Um, But also on a personal level, we have to look at whether we are rushing into things or not. But it's also a great year for moving forward and rushing ahead towards goals and ambitions that we may have for committing 100% to them and then zooming ahead towards our destination that we would like to arrive at and to take the reins, be in the driver's seat um, and move ourselves and our lives forward in the direction and the way that we want rather than continuing to allow other people and other things to alter or determine our direction or timing. So and I think I, I want to reiterate that uh, 2014 is going to be a year of change. 2013 was our year of readjusting to the uh, the restart of the Mayan calendar, um, the the great cycle. It was kind of a year of uh, uh, reassessing and um, recalibrating our equilibrium. 2014 is a year where a lot of change is going to be happening outside and and in the world all around us and. It's our opportunity to participate. 2014 is a year of participation. So get your boots on, strap your pants good and tight, and let's get out there and make change happen. That's right. Well, with that, we're going to actually go out on a festive musical note to finish the show. All right. Thanks, Lacey. Thank you to you, John, for joining me today and for doing this and I would encourage people to listen into all of our shows Um, we've got lots of interesting provocative uh, challenging shows and topics and guests on all of our shows so check out Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for all the different shows and tune in subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so that you don't miss a show And we look forward to having you listen in and participate in the new year. So with that, I say thank you to John. Thank you to everyone who is listening. And we will be with you next time.
Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carousella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. for From Beyond with mother-daughter psychic mediums Nadia Shapiro and Dr. Barbara Williams, Saturday morning at 10 a.m.